Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. Right, let's get into it. Our first guest is Sungai Masandekis, Certified Financial Planner and CEO of Mums and Money. And of course, we're talking about credit, whether you've made poor financial decisions in the past or simply been the victim of uncontrollable circumstances of the COVID-19 pandemic. Starting the process of rebuilding your credit can be draining, but many people have successfully rebuilt their credit before and you can too. Sungai, a very good evening to you. Thanks so much for giving us your time. Good evening, Sumitra, and good evening to your wonderful audience tonight. So we're talking about credit. Tell me, I mean, let's just start with whether you can actually have, because, you know, there's just such a bad rap about taking out credit, right? Because then that leads to debt. But can there be good credit? I love this, Sumitra, because you know what? As with their being evil and their being good, there also is good debt and there is bad type Mm -hmm. of debt. And I always try and give my clients um, an understanding that for you to quantify or understand good debt, it must A, increase your net worth or your net asset value over time or B, help you to increase your income generation capacity. If you can tick either one of those boxes or both, then you know you've got good debt on your hands. And of course, you know, this all leads to your credit scoring. If you've just joined us, we're talking about credit, the good and bad of credit. I'm talking to Tsungai Masandeke. She's a certified financial planner. If you have any questions for her, give us a call. The number is 086-00-00959. So Tsungai, when we talk about a credit scoring, I think this is so important. And many of us don't understand that this is what actually makes you eligible for credit in the first place. Yes, definitely, definitely. So lenders want to know whether or not they can take the risk on you in terms of lending, right? So you'll find that the metric that they use to help them figure out whether or not you are a credit-worthy client or not is this number called the credit score. Just as a general um, piece of information, you always want to have a high credit score because the higher your credit score, the more trustworthy you are, the more credit worthy you are, the better a client you are from a lending perspective. So your credit card, your credit score is so important and you want to guard it with your heart because um, it can actually make or break your ability to leverage in terms of your wealth creation process. Is there a number that we should be looking? Do we actually get access to this? Do we get to see this credit score? Yes. So each and every South African gets one free or one complimentary credit report on an annual basis. And depending on which service provider you use, I'll just drop a few names, TransUnion, mm-hmm. uh, credit score, um, you get one free score one free report every year and that report should have a history of all your credit transactions, the ones that you currently have Um, and it's a very good thing to actually use that free report on an annual basis just to make sure that what the credit bureaus have what the credit um, institutions have, what the lenders have is a clear and accurate record of what you currently owe out there. I mean with Times being extremely difficult, times being extremely hard in South Africa Mm. at the moment, people have the tendency of being creative financially. 
So people can steal your identity. Go out and take out um, loans. I, I came across a lady who actually told, told me that this person went shopped at Apple, the most expensive oh, iPad, the most expensive um, a phone, then went and bought expensive bedding that she did not even have herself. Um, and she was stuck with that bad record on her credit score for a while until it got fixed. So it's so important. Go out there, use Experian, um, use a TransUnion, use my, uh, uh, my credit score, and please find out if the information being recorded there accurate. Is it a clear, good reflection of what your lending has been, or rather what your borrowing has been, at least in the last 12 to 24 months? I think nowadays uh, there's just so much available on the market. There's different apps mm. that you can um, click on, that you can use, and it will constantly update your credit scoring. But when you go yes. on that report, I mean, it's so important when you talk about this person that didn't know that her identity was stolen and people were mm. shopping on her name. This is also why it's so important to actually access that credit report, even if it's once a year, if you want it free. I mean, you can pay and see it for as many times as you, you want. But... Sometimes you are not, you don't actually know what's happening. In the case like this, where an identity has been stolen and people are busy shopping, Mm. if somebody can't get a hold of you or you you are not notified, sometimes that can go on for years and you could have a bad credit record. It's only when you decide that you want to go and buy something and then somebody does a search to check and they Mm. give you that report, Mm. then Mm. only do you see what's going on. So it's also important to check on that record to pick up if there's any issues that's happening behind the scenes. Definitely, definitely. And I always say, you know, when you actually need the credit the most, make sure that it's accessible to you. When you want to purchase your first home, as an example, because that's a huge financial purchase Mm. that a lot of people need financing for. Make sure that your credit score is squeaky squeaky clean for purchases like that. You know, Um, don't waste your credit life on things that get you into trouble, things like personal loans, things like credit cards, things like store loans. Yes, it's credit that's available, but a lot of people then get stuck in a credit mirage, a credit cycle, where all they're now doing is just trying to get out of debt. And I promise you that debt, because it's the most expensive, will keep you in that hellhole for a long time. It is an awful place to be. I was once there. And, you know, when you when you collect a salary at the end of the month and you're paying, you know, shop X, shop Y, you know, the A's and the B's, by the time you've paid everybody, you've actually got, because it's a little amount here, there, you actually have nothing left for you because you just, you're actually getting paid to pay somebody else. So true, hey, Sumitra. So there was a report that was released by Dead Bastards late last year. Mm. And basically what they showed is that um, South Africans are heavily indebted. Mm. We are heavily indebted. Most people are already counting down to the next payday five days after the last payday because of the large volumes of debt. So like I said, get yourself into good quality debt that helps to improve the quality of your life, that helps to improve your asset, your net asset value, your net worth over time, and try and stay away from consumptive debt because it's a bad debt, the consumptive debt that gets us into trouble. It was actually, I don't know if it was the same report, but there was a report that came out that showed something like 30% of the of people that are using credit are actually using credit to buy food which wow. was for me 
really, really concerning because that means that your disposable income is being stretched by so many other things that you are now mm. using credit to buy food. Yes, yes. And I think that's the danger, Sinitra. When you start living above your means, when you start living according to the Kardashians, when you start living according to the Kunenes, the Kumalos, whoever it may be, for you. That's where you get yourself into trouble because now you're making lifestyle decisions and financing them using future income that you haven't even earned. And that's how people get into trouble. Trying to fit in, trying to live up to a standard that you cannot afford. By all means, try and live below your means as much as possible. Try to live below your means. If you cannot afford the milk at Woolies, honey, there's no shame in getting the milk from ShopRite. Absolutely. Um, at the end of the day, all we may need to make sure is we're getting the, nutri- the, the, the nutrition, we're getting the nutrients, mm. and I promise you when it's being processed in our, in, our, in our bodies, the body doesn't care if it was Woolies or ShopRite milk. <laughs> there's no identifier down there. There's no identifier, you're right. If you've just joined us we're talking about credit the good and bad of credit and we're looking at your scoring if you have any questions give us a call the number is 086 00 Sungai, i want to go back to the credit scoring is there a number that we should be looking for right so you ideally want to make sure that you've got a um, credit score above 690 so what you'll find is that on which Yes, around 690. So you, you, you'll find that different service providers will have different uh, scorings. So, for example, if I look at the one that's used by Experian, right, they actually start um, quantifying credit worthiness from as low as 80. And they, their, their, their uh, circle actually goes up to about 660. So different service providers will have different markers. But if you use something like, um, if you use something like a credit score, for example, then you want to have about 690 to 719, which is considered good, and then 720 to 850, which is considered excellent. Experience says that if you have 780, um, again, if you've got anything between 661 and 780, it's good, and then 781 to 850, it's excellent. So you find that different companies will tend to tweak one thing or another, but the number you want universally is somewhere around 690, uh, 661, um, just so that you know that you are in the right place from a credit score perspective. So it's great to actually have a, a scoring of excellence, Thrive for excellence um, because, again, your credit score determines the cost of borrowing, i.e. the interest rate that you then get given when you want to borrow. So if you are a good credit-worthy client, i.e. you are good or excellent, you are a better risk to the lending facilities and will be much cheaper for you to then get debt. Okay, so that's quite a high number, 619 to 720. How does one actually get there? Is it achievable? It is very, very achievable. And I think I can give probably three important tips in terms of maintaining a great quality credit score. Number one, do not fall behind in terms of your monthly obligations, right? So you want to make sure that you prove to these credit um, uh, creditors or the facilities that lend that you're a good quality client who pays their debt when it actually becomes due. So you want to make sure that you do not, I repeat, you do not miss any sort of payments when you are um, indebted. So if you've got a monthly payment, Make sure if it's on the 25th that you're due to pay, you pay the required amount 
on the 25th on an ongoing basis until you settle your debt. Mm. Second thing is make sure that you use a mix of credit, right? You make sure you use a mix of credit and you don't max out on your credit. So two things there. You use a mix of credit and you don't use, and you don't max out your credit. So mix and max. So using a, a very mix means that instead of having five personal loans, maybe you spread it between a home loan, a motor vehicle loan, a credit card as an example, right? So you don't have five personal loans, i.e. one type of debt, Right, but you make sure you've got a mix of credit. Second thing, do not max out the credit. So if you've got a limit of twenty thousand on your credit card, try not to max it out. Right, so do not borrow up to the twenty thousand limit that you actually are allowed to, because the mix is important, but maxing out is also important not to do because the more that you max out it actually shows that you cannot afford your lifestyle without going into debt you're using debt as a crutch you're using debt for lifestyle purposes even and then you become a a more dangerous if i may put it like that client um to these lenders to these uh, lending facilities and lending institutions so max don't max out mix mm. find different types of debt that you actually use to build your credit score. Then I can probably safely say the last tip I can give is make sure that you continuously check your credit score. Make sure that the information that's actually being used to uh, create your report, to create your credit score is up to date. Um, It's a true reflection of your current lending and borrowing habits so that you don't get caught up in fraud or a poor credit score because someone has stolen your identity. Okay, so I just want to pick out one there. When you talk about creating the credit score, you do have some people that are actually so adverse to taking out credit that they Mm. prefer cash is king. Mm. What then? Mm. I've been told that you still need to have some sort of credit profile in order to access, you know, whether it's now or in 10 years time. If you have nothing on that credit profile, then that also doesn't serve you well. Right. And you know what, Sumitra? I used to be that person who always used to believe that cash is king. I, I am still I, that I person. Dreaded, I dreaded debt to the core. Um, and when I actually wanted to apply for my first home loan, I, I, I started having problems. So what did I do? Instead of opening a home loan, I mean, instead of opening uh, or having a credit card or opening store loans, I ended up going to MTN, bless MTN, and they gave me a cell phone contract, you know, and I didn't pick a cell phone contract that was expensive or a luxurious phone, etc. At the time, we didn't even have smartphones. I think it was like a Nokia a C390, oh, something like that. You know, it even had Once a blue screen. A it, wasn't even, it wasn't even touch screen. That's <laughs> a fun time indeed. And basically, I did a very rough calculation for myself. And I looked at the packets that I got. I worked out what I was getting in SMSs. Yes, guys, at the, during that time, there was no WhatsApp. We used mm. SMSs. And I looked at the data bundle that I got. And I looked at the calling minutes that I got. And when I did the calculation, I actually saw that over time, I'd get the phone for free. And that was a bargain for me. So I hit two birds with one stone. I 
built up a credit score, but I built it very affordably and I got a phone for free over 24 months. So you don't always have to go for the most expensive debt to build up your credit score. You Mm. can be smart about it. But this is a non-negotiable. You have to have something on there. So I suppose it's about getting it and managing it properly. Yeah, definitely. So unless you win the lotto, (laughs) um, you need to build your credit score vigilantly. I want to go quickly back to, you know, when we started talking about this, the fact that there is good credit and it can Mm -hmm. help you. Take Mm -hmm. us through some of the ways that you can use good credit to advance yourself. Right. So it depends on your context, obviously. So remember in my definition of good debt, one, it's debt that allows you to increase your net worth or your net asset value over time. Now, what does this mean? If you buy a house in a good location and the value of the house appreciates over time, guess what? As your debt reduces, your net worth or your your net asset value, less your liability actually increases over time. So you're becoming wealthier over time. So that's one classic example of good debt. When you buy into assets that increase in value over time and the value of the liability or the debt actually drops over time. The second type um, or the second classification in terms of good debt is debt you take on with the intention of it helping you increase your ability to earn an income or to generate revenue. So an example would be someone who takes on a motor vehicle loan to get their, to get a car onto Uber. So Uber is going to help you to generate revenue, right? And as you generate that revenue, if you've done your pricing properly, if you if you bought an affordable car, you can actually pay off the car and get some profit from the monthly uh, revenue you make. So you can actually finance the repayment for the motor vehicle over time whilst also earning additional income for yourself. So that is good deal because probably this is an extra 2000 3000 you're not going to earn if you're just sitting. Um, but now you've leveraged, you've used other people's money to help you earn an income over time. So again, it's about being smart. Use debt the right way and we'll read about it in the Guinness Book of Records <laughs> for the people that did well with their wealth. Tsingai, it's always so lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for your insights. Tell me, where do we find you? I love that question, Tanika. <laughs> So you can find me on Instagram. I am moms and money underscore. So M-O-M-S-A-N-D-M-O-N-E-Y underscore moms and money underscore. And I would be so glad to hear from our listeners. And if there's anything we can do to help, we would love to. Great stuff. Tsingai, you go well. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I think it's so important for us to understand how credit works. Um, It's not always the big bad wolf out to get us, but when we mismanage it, yes, it will be. It will become a massive problem for us because debt can stay with you forever and you really don't want to spiral into that kind of position. But if you use credit wisely, and as we discussed, the credit score is really important and also having a bit of a credit profile will actually help, the, you know, whichever institution that that you want to borrow from, it will actually help them make an assessment on whether to give you money. Because even if you, if, you know, cash is king and you have a free credit profile, everything is clear, you may not actually get the credit that you require when you do require it. So make note of that. My Money and Me, every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.